you can be anything you want to be when you grow up. Really, Mom? No, but you can be a podcaster. Dame Bramage, it's my show. Dame Bramage, here we go. Dame Bramage, it's gonna give you brain damage. It's my show. Hello, degenerates and gentle people. I'm Jeff, and this is Dane Bramage. So you're probably thinking to yourself, oh boy, another podcast, hooray, yay. But I don't know, I wanted to start this because I've always wanted to do this. Um, You know, there's just so much going on in this world. And, you know, I think you got to get as many voices out there that you can, as many perspectives as you can of what's going on in the world, in our country especially. You know, I'm 40 years old and... I just see a completely different landscape out there than what I was raised under and what I've seen has changed so dramatically. It's like every day is different. Under our feet, it feels like water. It doesn't feel like solid ground anymore. You know, when you hear all these people being so hyperbolic and saying so many crazy things like, you know, oh, we're headed for civil war, and we're headed for World War Three, and this and that, and I don't think people understand what civil war really means. You know, one of my favorite things to dive into is the American Civil War, and we lost so many people, and you can say it was a righteous war, and that's very fair, because yes, it's a war that ended slavery, but the amount of dead people from that war is insane and not only that the lasting effects that this war had on our country both you know positive the end of slavery it also started a wave of of good things of of somewhat of a progressive beginning Um, now I'm not a progressive in any stretch of the imagination but I do believe that humanity progresses to the light to you know, what I would think is, you know, God's plan for our society. I think that that's a good thing. Um, I think that we tend to go upwards. Sometimes we revert. Sometimes we have terrible movements that make us revert in our society back to some kind of evil, draconian terrible tyranny of death and destruction the nazis even the confederacy you know people unfortunately in the south you know i wish something could happen to where the southerners could get over and most of them have i will say this because i i lived in alabama i also lived in texas i'll say that most southerners are over the whole confederacy thing um most Southerners don't wave the rebel flag, you know, um, but there are still those, and they're mostly, I think, in the baby boom generation that don't realize what they're saying when they say stuff like, oh, the Civil War was started over tariffs and 
It had nothing to do with slavery. It had very little. Well, that's not true at all. You see, that that's just not true. Um, and, you know, there's going to be, hopefully, I'll be able to do episodes of deep dives into that about just where I think, uh, you know, I I would like to classify myself as a, well, like Benjamin Franklin said, I'm an extreme moderate. I, I would like to think I'm more on the conservative side of the spectrum. You know, there's a lot of things I hold dear. I hold to tradition. Uh, I love my country. I love my family. And I love my God. Those three things, I think, identify me more than anything else. Um, I am very, very proud of my heritage. I'm Irish. Uh, I'm very proud of my family. We all come from working class background. My grandfather was a <clears throat> colonel in the United States Army. I'm very proud of that. Um, my father was a landscaper, uh, head gardener at one of the casinos. I'm here in Las Vegas, and he was a head gardener at one of them. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm proud of my family, and uh, I'm a father myself. And, you know, I... What I love about America is, I think still to this day, and it, you know, we got to hold on to this. This is so important about this country, is everyone has a chance. Now, there's no guarantee. That's the thing. That's the big thing. There is not a guarantee of happiness. There's a pursuit of happiness. We are all allowed to pursue our aspirations, our goals, our dreams. And that is so important. That's what makes America is the American dream. You know, there's a lot of people that really come down on the American dream that either number one, it's not in existence anymore, or that's turned into the American nightmare. And I know that's true because for a lot of people, it is, it has been. I mean, that's, that's, that's God's truth on that, you know? Um, and it sucks because you look out on the landscape right now, you see so many people are struggling and it shouldn't be that way. I mean, there's more available jobs now than there has been in a while. Um, again, I'm not a fan of Joe Biden. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But I'm not going to sit there and say, he's the worst president we've ever had. Cause that's just, that's not true. Come on, man. Come on. Look, <laughs> We have lived through some real crap bag, just seven-layer loser presidents, man. Let me tell you what. Andrew Johnson was the guy after Lincoln. He was Lincoln's vice president. He was a Democrat. Um, Of course, now, you know, during his time when he was Lincoln's vice president, he was a... Sorry, I... Throat's a little clogged. Sorry about that. I just ate some raspberries and some cranberry juice. Um, <laughs> and uh, I just get a little verklempt, a little verklempt. Uh, that's from Saturday Night Live, from those of you that don't know. Anyways, I'm old. Anyways, um, so Andrew Johnson was a, what they would call the Unionist Party. And he was a Democrat. Now, he was not a fan of the Southern planter class. That's because he... He was more of a Jacksonian. He was more of a man about the who who was about the um, the populace, the 
the middle class, I guess you can say, or the poor uh, dirt farmer, you know, of the South. It's from Tennessee. And uh, when he became president, he was a avowed, out-and-out racist. He only had a problem with the Southerners because of their disloyalty to the Union. Uh, He allowed a large portion of the Confederate Army to just come back into the Union with open arms, you know, just pretty much saying, okay, I promise we'll never do that again, and yes, of course, we'll uphold the laws, but he let it be known that there would definitely be white supremacy in his country, that the idea of blacks being able to be part of the political process just infuriated and scared him to death, so... You know, we've had that guy, and that guy was a real ass bag. Um, but there's been some Franklin Pierce. I mean, this guy just drove us as fast as Civil War as any other president we had before the Civil War. Um, then you have Jimmy Carter, and you know, some people think Jimmy Carter was just just as as this great and noble man. And okay, he's a good guy. That didn't make him a good president. You know, I mean, I. <laughs> There's been a lot of good people through history that are just bad leaders, you know. Um, I think he cared so much about what people thought about. He wanted to please everybody, um, and he was just impractical. That's why I'm a big fan of Ronald Reagan is that, you know, during their debates, he would a lot of times just say, that's just unrealistic. You know, when Jimmy Carter would start talking about some of his pie-in-the-sky stuff, you know, solar panels on the roof of the White House, you know, um, and now come to find out it's not the worst idea, but it was just, uh, the point is, you're trying to set an example. <clears throat> and I still have a problem with solar panels to this day because, you know, a lot of Americans can't afford this stuff. Um, you know, I wish we could. Um, I wish I could afford to get solar panels on my roof, but I, it ain't going to happen, Jack. Uh, you know, <laughs> Um, I could barely pay the power bill, let alone go out and take a loan out to go get solar panels attached. You know, that's that's something I think. Anyways, um, I'll get into all that stuff. But, um, you know, I really wanted to start this podcast. And uh, I think, you know, what my goals are is, you know, for those of you that know... Or have seen Jimmy Valvano, the coach of uh, North Carolina State, uh, college basketball team in the 80s. Um, he, you know, they call him Jimmy V. Um, he was just a wonderful, uh, full of life, just a shining human being, you know. And he always had a smile on his face. It's just, it's just, a, just a ball of energy. And he took a team that was really just kind of languishing and, and and brought them to believe in themselves. And they won a national championship, you know. And he, it was a really, uh, it was, it was an underdog run. <clears throat> they were definitely not the favorite in any way, shape, or form. Um, there's a great uh, ESPN 30 for 30. It's called Survive in Advance uh, with uh, the story of 
that team. I think it was 1985. Uh, I believe it was. Uh, I want to say they played. Yeah, they played um, uh, Houston with uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. So I think it was 84. That yeah, 84. So they played Houston with Hakeem Olajuwon, um, the the five slamma jamma, Clyde Drexler, those guys. Um, you're going to hear a lot of sports on this podcast. I mean, I, I love sports, man. I think the best parts of us come out in sports, especially American sports. It, it's, I just, there's so many facets of it that I love it. I could really just dork out on it for hours and hours, but, um, I'm trying to, uh, keep it together here. Uh, so yeah, but the thing about Jimmy V is he gave a speech at the ESPN, Awards, I think it was in 1990, I, I could be wrong, um, and he uh, was dying of cancer, he didn't have very much longer to live, gave a very long speech, man, and it was, there was so much applause and tears, and there was a part of the speech where he said, if we can only do three things every day, one of them is laugh. Should laugh every day. And he said the other one is think. You should be in deep thought at least once a day. And he said the other one is cry. You should be moved emotionally to tears somehow. And if you could think, laugh, and cry every day, what a day that would be. And just am trying to maybe do something with that with a show man i like just at least get someone to think man like i i or laugh or even cry man like there's there's some stuff i want to talk about here some people i've lost in my life that had such a profound impact on me and someone that i lost just not too long ago um my mother-in-law she was really like the best person I've ever met in my life, if there is anyone I've ever met in my life that made me believe in the existence of a God. I mean, I believed in him long before I met her, but someone that just, I, there has to be a God because this person walked this earth. It was my mother-in-law and just an angel, an angel. Um, and you know, I, I cry about her a lot and, uh, you know, um, I maybe you have someone out there that you lost and I just hope that you know you had that you were touched by them the same way I was that you were moved by them the same way I was with her um you know I think it's important to have people like those in our lives you know that show us kindness and and really just humanity um and there's a lot of people that don't have that and and I I think we're losing our humanity as a society and that's another reason I want to do this is is that you know, it's something that bugs me so much is the lack of kindness we have to one another. The the lack of, uh, you know, give a damn. You know, just an ounce of, just, 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 just an ounce of give a damn a day would do so much. Um, I think that was something that was so great about America was we were the country that gave a damn, you know. And now we can't even let someone into a parking spot if we get there first. We can't, someone, someone else talked about this, Joe Rogan on his show about not being able to at least put the freaking shopping cart back 
in the friggin' uh, shopping, shopping cart pin at the grocery store. I mean, that, that's just ridiculous. How can you not do that? That's like the, the basic minimum of a, <laughs> a part of a society, playing your part in a society that you can do is put the dang shopping cart back in the thing, in the, in the pin, and, and I, I've, I've seen it, man, I was at a grocery store, it was around Christmas time last year, and there's just people, man, they are literally parked next to the, the shopping cart thing, I, at the cart return, whatever you want to call it, I, I'm, I, yeah, I think it's called a cart return, it shows how, you know, wise and smart and my memory, how well it is, I actually worked at a grocery store, you know, putting carts in the thing, or taking the carts out, and, you know, putting them all together and all that. I was a courtesy clerk at a grocery store, and it so it shows you how how well my brain's done. You know, this is called Dame Bramage. Uh, I, you know, and, uh, yeah, I've done some quite extensive damage to my brain, um, you know, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, there's these folks that are parked right next to one of those pins, and, they couldn't, they get done, they put their groceries away in their car, and I'm serious, they're parked right next to it, they couldn't have the freaking, just, I was gonna say cojones, but that's, that, that, it doesn't take balls to return a freaking cart, man, just a, just a shred of fiber of decency to return the dang thing, put it back, just put it back, no, had to leave right next to their car, Right next to the driver's side. The the the, the cart return was on the uh, passenger side of their car. And they had to keep that cart on the driver's side. It was just too much to ask to take an extra 10 seconds. And these people weren't sick. They weren't in a wheelchair. They were, you know, I think a, maybe 10, 15 years older than me. That's still pretty freaking old. But, you know, come on, man. You had enough uh, strength and piss and vinegar to come back, you know, go all the way into the store, do the shopping, come back with the cart, all the way, you know, bring it back to your car, put the groceries away. You tell me that you couldn't take five seconds, five, and then people say, well, that's that's where they employ people to put the carts back. Well, no, they're actually employed to get the carts out of that thing and bring them back in the store. And one of the worst things as a person to do by not putting the freaking cart back is to know that that guy has to run around, get the carts together because we're not responsible enough to put the carts back. I mean, that's crazy. And it's messed up because when I was younger and I worked at, you know, a grocery store, I was like a teenager. I remember, you know, there's a few carts out there in the parking lot. Yeah, there's something I'd have to do. I think it was like once an hour. I'd have to go out and do a cart search, you know, get them all together, and yeah, there's going to be a few out there, but it wasn't like today where there's like, you know, 50 carts out there just sporadically spaced out through the parking lot, I mean, if, dude, if you go to a Walmart at 3 o'clock in the morning, it's friggin' nuts, it's friggin' nuts, it's like a zombie movie, man, because there's all these friggin' carts out there, an empty parking lot, and there's just nothing but carts everywhere, not in the return, I just don't understand how they can't get into the refrain return, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. And that, that's just, that's just like, to me, that's just scratching the surface, man. Um, you know, one time I was, I used to, you know, smoke vapor, uh, the, the, you know, the, the 
the nicotine vapor pen thing. And I went to a shop and I got some uh, some of that nicotine juice stuff that you put in the pen. And I was coming out and like, okay, so I was parked. Uh, these are really narrow spaces. I have a truck. And so I'm parked and this guy pulls up next to me. I didn't pull up next to him. He pulled up next to me. Okay. And he's pulled up so freaking tight that I could barely, barely get back into my freaking truck, okay? I opened up the door, and I barely tapped his freaking truck, okay? He had a truck as well. It was this really big Mac, whatever, man, souped-up truck. I couldn't tell you the model. But anyways, I barely tapped it. And he's like, hey, man, why don't you look out for my damn truck, bro? And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? You pulled up next to me, bro. What What would you like me to... Oh, excuse me, sir. Oh, right, please, sir. I, 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 I beg you, sir. I'll get out of the way for you. You know, not, no, I'm not trying to do some kind of... Don't don't think I'm trying to do some kind of slave narrative or whatever. I'm trying to sound like freaking that... Uh, what was that? That rooster dude on um, Looney Tunes. Yeah, I, I don't remember his freaking name. Whatever. Um, but it's like, I say, I say, sir, I, I'll make sure I do not do that again. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like... It's just crazy, dude. Like... Did you want me to like flag you down and be like, hey, buddy, um, hey, sir, could you back up a little bit, buddy? So, yeah, I know you're the butthead uh, that, that pulled it in the space anyways and didn't leave me enough room to freaking get in and out. But, uh, hey, go ahead and just, just pull out. And then can I get back in my car? Is that okay? Is that No, dude, you know, that's the thing, man. Like just like, a little bit of courtesy, a little bit of courtesy to maybe just stop and think, hey, I might be an ass here and this guy can't get into his truck. Maybe think about that. Just maybe. Just a little bit of consideration, you know. I was watching some uh, uh, comedy hour today, and, this, and the guy was talking about, you know, oh, he saw a, a, a hawk come out. Him and his kid were doing something. They saw a hawk come out and grab a duck. And the lesson is, don't, don't be the duck, be the hawk. Well, okay, that's great. But we don't need to be freaking predators, man. You know, um, you got to actually give a dang, you know, uh, especially to teach your kid that it's better to be the hawk. Yeah, of course it's better to be the hawk, dude. But, like, do you really want to go around life? Is everybody just just, just scaring the shit out of everybody? <clears throat> I mean, what kind of life is that, man? It's nothing, you know? It's like when you die, dude, we're, we don't have that much time left on, on this planet, dude. We have a very, very small time of life. Some people have shorter ones than others. And, you know, the thing is, is you want to make your impact on this earth. You want to make it positively. You don't want it to be like just, hey, that guy died. Well, you know, that guy was an ass, you know. like I'm, uh, I'm trying not to cuss, folks. I, I'm sorry. And, and when I say folks, you know, I, I mean um, like, you know, two people. Uh, so, hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Um, there was probably three at some point, but I'm sure my wife uh, probably stopped listening like long ago. So, um, anyways, um you know, I, I'm trying to keep myself from, uh, you know, cursing or anything like that. So if I curse, you know, I'm, fuck you, I don't care. Anyways, um, so, you know, I, I just, that, that to me is like the thing, I guess, that bugs me more than anything else. Is like, I just remember growing up, man, like, you see the, the, the people, hold, you know, helping the old lady across the street. You saw just... Uh, people cleaning graffiti, just, just people just, just pitching in and helping out, man. Now it's like people are so, and I, I think it's technology. I think it's our phones. You know, we're just so sucked into our own world, man. Like so sucked into our own world that we can't, 
can't get our heads out of our own asses for like 10 seconds just to friggin' look around. Like life can be beautiful and it can be painful, you know? I'm not saying like life. I am never going to come out as one of those hippie guys that's like, oh man, your life is just beautiful, man. Like it's the universe. It just works itself out and life's a grave, man. Or was it a life's a garden, man? Dig it, you know? Well, I, no, I don't like digging, you know? <clears throat> I, I tried digging in Las Vegas in the 115 degree heat. You know, there's nothing wonderful about digging a garden whatsoever, you fucking asshole, stupid hippie. Anyways, um, no, just, you know, I just, if, if we could all just give just just a shred of give a fuck, you know, just a, just a just shred of give a damn in our daily life, you know, let that guy in when, you know, he's trying to, you're making a, you're, you're, you're in a, you're in traffic, you know, and there's a little space between you and the car in front of you, and this guy's trying to get out of a parking lot. You know, let him in, for God's sakes. Like, I love those people that pull up. You're sitting there, you're trying to turn right, and you're trying to get into traffic, you know, from like a from a, from a store or something like that, from a gas station. And someone pulls up, and you know, you know they see you. You know they see you. But most of the time, they're assholes, and they have glasses on, and they just look straight forward. Like, well, I'm not going to let this guy in. I, I can't, I can't waste a precious five seconds. You know, I'm going to show him who the, who the alpha is by, you know, um, yeah, you know, because, yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll show him. Show him what, dude? You know, these are the kind of people that probably their dads beat the shit out of them because they saw them walking out of their mom's room with a dress on one day. You know, there's nothing against that. Hey, man, you know, we all got to wear dresses sometimes, you know. Uh, J. Edgar Hoover, you know, he he liked to wear his his mom's dress, you know. Um, uh, I'm sure there's some guys that look good in lingerie. I don't know. That ain't my bag, but whatever, dude. That's, you know, different strokes, different folks. But, you know, the thing is, is like, I don't know, man. Like, just, you know, th- that's the other thing. People are trying to, like, be false masculine, you know. Like, they're, they're, they're hiding, you know, they're hiding that little girl dying to get out, just screaming, I want to, I want to go play, you know, the, these little girls that are inside of them screaming to get out because they're like too busy, you know, uh, yeah, intimidating a, a five-year-old, you know, or, uh, you know, walking out with their chest all puffed out, you know, like in, at the gym, just one of these, 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 ugh, just oozing with testosterone, you know, and, and you know, it's probably because I like you know, my testosterone rate bye bye like a long time ago. You know, just, oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, dude, I'm a I'm a red blooded male, but man, I you know I definitely have cried in many a movie. Uh, you know, I cry. I, the older I get, man, the more I cry, especially after I have kids. It's like Jesus, these things, man. They they make you cry and cry. I, I have a moment about every hour of of just you know. I, I love this thing so much. I love these things so much. They're so, they're the world to me, you know. And then my wife, man, I love her with all my friggin' heart, dude. I, I would take every bullet on the planet for them. I don't care. I wouldn't even have to think about it. Um. And anyway, so yeah, man. Like you know, I, the thing is, dude. Like I'm stuck, and I'll just wrap this up, you know, um, with this. Um, I do believe there's a God, and I am a Christian, I identify as a Christian, I would say I'm a born-again Christian, I believe in uh, Jesus Christ as my Savior, you know, 
Now, I'm not one of these, like, you know, Jesus Christ was the greatest American that ever lived. You know, one of these freaking, like, weirdos, dude. Like, I, I don't do all that. No, I'm not, like, you know, you're going to go to hell if you do not accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I can't do that. You know, I'm not telling anybody who's going to hell because I might be there. So, you know, hey, see you there. You know, so, um, I, I, no, that's not my, that's not my place. Not in the slightest. So, uh, you know, but... I know this. I am so thankful that there is technology out there where we can do shows like this and kind of get our feelings out there and get our ideas out there. And, you know, this is all I got right now, man. I'm 40, and I don't know if you can tell by the way I talk or what I'm saying is that I did not plan for the future well. So um, I'm trying to take a shot at something like this, man. Um you know, I, I, I would love to do something that I love, and I, I've always loved radio, I've loved uh, podcasts, you know, I'm a huge Howard Stern fan, Joe Rogan fan, all these guys, man, I find, uh, Jordan Peterson, Glenn Beck, uh, you know, just, just, there's so many guys, man, that I find just so fascinating, I love listening to, it's not a political thing, just, I just like the way they, they do their shows, man, they really, they're just captivating people, um, I, I would love, I, God, I hope I'm at some point able to like interview people in the future. That'd be so dope. Um, you know, and, and I'm going to have people on the show hopefully and, and, and people that you guys would be able to, you know, hopefully connect with. Maybe, I don't know, man, we'll see, you know, get, we'll see where God wants to take me with this. But, um, you know, right now, man, all I have is a prayer and a dream. And, uh, you know, that's fucking America, baby. Like, that's what we are. That's who we are, man. We got fucking prayers and dreams, you know. And that's the best part of us. And and you know what else is the best part of us? Capitalism. So, look, if you're a sponsor out there, and I don't care who the hell you are, man. Like, you could be Lockheed Martin. Um, I'll, I'll freaking pitch, you know, acid rain if I got to, man. Like, dude, like like Cuba Gooding Jr. said, you know, just show me the money, man. Like, like dude, I, I will, I will, I am a whore, man. I will, I will sponsor just about anything. Um, uh, Halliburton, uh, you know, any of that stuff, man. Like, I, uh, and I'm, I don't, even, I'm not particular. I don't have a stance on this kind of stuff. So, you know, if it, George Soros, if you want me to freaking sponsor you too, dude, I, hey, bro, you know, I, power of the people, man, the workers of the world unite, whatever you want to say. I, I, unions, you can advertise on here. That's cool. Like I, right on, man. That's, that's cool as hell. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I don't have any pride, you know, that, that shit's gone, man, gone, I got, I got children, and they got mouths, and you got to put food in them, uh, you got to have a roof over them, uh, and, uh, if you don't, people will come and take them from you, so, uh, I better do everything in my power, and I also want to make sure that they don't have to have a shitty childhood, and I want them to grow up and be stable human beings, I'm not stable at all, and I'm not saying my parents did anything wrong, I just, I'm, just I'm fucked up, dude. That's why this thing is called Dane Bramage. You really think someone that would have a show named Dane Bramage has it all together? Hell no. Come on, think about it. So, anyways, this is uh, Jeff. This is Dane Bramage, and I hope to God that I get to talk to y'all again and keep talking to y'all. All right, y'all stay safe. Keep it real. 
Love, peace, and chicken grease. And that was Dame Bramage. Feel good. Feel a little dirty. Feel a little used. I just, I don't know. I feel bramaged. Just damaged. Bramaged. Dame Bramage! Anyways, thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you'd like to get a hold of me, I'm Jeff. You can reach me at damebramage2023 at gmail.com. Again, that's damebramage2023 at gmail.com. If you have any requests for me to talk about, any subjects, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, please let me know and try to be somewhat tasteful, try to be somewhat dignified, try to have a little bit of charity as you know I'm starting out, but Again, please reach out to me if you'd like. We're at damebramish2023 at gmail.com. And eventually I will be on Facebook as well. That'll be damebramish2023. And it'll be on Twitter as well, damebramish2023. And thank you for listening to this podcast. And every one of you is appreciated. God bless you all.